was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. outskirts of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Chod Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hi! On today's episode, we're joined by the crew of Rogue Podron to discuss Poe Dameron, X-Wings, and all the awesome Starfighter combat in The Force Awakens. It's a sweeps week crossover podcast extravaganza! We're about to get started, so sit back, Grab some power converters and enjoy the show. Yeah, you got through it. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> we have been taken over by Rogue Podger and therefore we've dissolved into giggle fits already. Yeah. It has taken us <laughs> 10 minutes to record this intro. <laughs> so, yes, we are joined by the crew of Rogue Podron, And I have a surprise for everyone. Uh-oh. I uh. wrote intros for you yes. all. <laughs> yeah. Brian hasn't even heard these yet. Uh, I'm excited. All right. First, we have Heath, who Hi. thinks Tycho Seltru should get the nickname Captain Alderaan. Yes, he totally should. <laughs> then we have Saf, who would take a drink every time like Stackpole described a woman as slender, but then she'd die. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> oh. Rip Saf. Finally we, have, <laughs> finally, we have Danny, who'd like every pilot in Rogue Squadron to, squadron to be living Happy and or gay. It's a good outcome. Yes. <laughs> All three. <laughs> yes. All of the above. And is, that, is that not case actually? Um. Uh. You're gonna keep need to re- keep need to reading. Sorry. Keep reading. Keep reading. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're missing our rogue leader Meg, who wishes she could cast herself as Wedge in an anime version of Rogue Squadron. We miss you, Meg. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Saf is one of the contributors here on Tashi Station, and uh, you'll be able to hear her again uh, Saturday when we live stream our second gameplay episode of of Dyson Droids. That's Can't good. Or any other Star Wars podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, just tune into a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Saf is there. Yes. If you hate me, I'm sorry. Listen for the Australian accent. Oh! oh! <laughs> I'm going to fight you at Celebration. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. Uh, in, in future news, Celebration 2017 Orlando, Heath murdered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There'll be a list of people. Like, There's a few of you. They're on my list. Y- yeah, there's going to be just a trail of dead bodies behind Seth at next <laughs> yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Be like Furiosa. She's keeping names. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. They can't deport me. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, before we get too much further, a note from our t- sponsors, uh, Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by uh, by you, our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and uh, kick in a couple bucks. It helps us keep the lights on. And we're also brought to you in part by Her Universe. Want your world with Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, Transformers, Doctor Who, and other fandom-inspired wardrobe and jewelry? Click the link on our blog to purchase awesome geek gear and keep the lights running on the podcast. All right, Nancy, what is new on the blog? Uh, we reviewed Kanan number 10 in gift form. Uh, no. no, it's gift. This is our podcast. But Brian and I disagree, so (laughs) that doesn't help. Uh, And Saf wrote a great piece comparing Anakin, Ezra, and the differences in emotional support they received from the Jedi Order and the Ghost Crew. Spoilers, the Ghost Crew is way better than the Jedi Order, because they suck. (laughs) It was so good. Yes, it was a very good post. I think Brian and I have had several conversations about... What if Anakin had had the same kind of support that Ezra had? He probably wouldn't have turned into a murderous psycho. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just broke my microphone. Okay, keep talking, oh Nancy, into this microphone while I fix yours. <laughs> Jeez, what did you do? Oh, 
okay. Uh, <laughs> now I'm laughing. Uh, and finally, our friend Shannon contributed a guest post detailing how The Force Awakens made her a Star Wars fan. Uh, it was a really good post. Uh, she never really liked sci-fi or Star Wars, but um, she you know, saw The Force Awakens and she really liked it and now she's a huge fan. So, yay, Force Awakens, giving us more fans. Brian's still uh, fixing my microphone, so uh, we'll go to Fixer's Flash, the geek things we've been up to. And do I have a microphone back now? I have my microphone back now. Is it working? Yay, it's working. Yay! Yay! (laughs) This is what happens, Brian usually fixes my microphone during the show and then it just fell. (laughs) Yeah, this time the shock mount just fell off the stand. Oh, well. Uh, I started reading uh, Binti, which is a sci-fi novella, and it's very cool. Um, If you're looking for sci-fi that's not Western-oriented, this is probably right up your alley, and uh, it's very good. I like it so far. And it's, it's a novella, so it's short, so you can read through it pretty quickly. And I have been watching the first two episodes of the X-Files revival, which I am very super excited for. (laughs) Are you going to do that every time we talk about the X-Files, Brian? I really just need to have that queued up on a soundboard. (laughs) You really do. But yeah, I like... Wait, is that the X-Files song? Yes. (laughs) Denny. What's the... the, um, I've never watched an episode. Close Encounters of the... What's the song from that? Okay, so so for your next uh, podcast, I'll be hosting uh, Danny, uh, Saf, and Heath in uh, an X-Files watch. (laughs) No. I know I watched some when I was a kid, but I don't remember way too long. I just need to show people- We would stop after season six. No, no, no. Even that's too long. I just need to give you a list of the best episodes and go on your way. Mostly bad blood. Just so. Um, but yeah, and I'll leave the next one to Brian because you are more excited about this than I am. Yeah, we binged The Expanse. It's really good. It is so good. It is the show that's been missing from television since Battlestar went off the air. It's really good. I like it. (coughs) Yeah. So we have to have you guys tell us the geeky things you've been up to. Heath. It's kind Um, of like our Tashi Station hazing ritual. (laughs) Yeah. I've been reading the Southern Reach trilogy by Jeff Vandermeer. Um, my wife tore through all of them in like 48 hours a couple weeks ago, like a week ago, and was like, you have to read these books. Um, so I'm on book two now. I started just a couple days ago on book one and plowed through that. It's really good, just like weird sci-fi where you like don't really know what's going on, and that's part of why it's so good. It's like... It reminds me a lot of Lost, actually, in that way, in that there's this weird shit happening and you don't know what any of it actually means or is. So you just, like, have to keep reading to find out. Cool. And, uh, Saf, what have you been up to? Oh, my God. Does this mean I can talk about the book I've been reading? Yes, (laughs) Yes. it does. Um, Oh, my God. I've been reading the Chemical Garden Trilogy, which is a young adult series, um, and it's basically, like, in a future where... Uh, they screwed up genetics-wise, and so all girls die at 20 and all dudes die at 25. Um, and it's a really well-written That's theory. really screwed up. <laughs> it is really screwed up. <laughs> um, and it's and about yet somehow men still make it out on top, huh? I know, right? I'm like, is there some secret <laughs> agenda the in this years. book? <laughs> yeah. But um, the main character basically gets kidnapped into a polygamous marriage, and she's trying to escape from that. Um, and the entire trilogy, is, it's so well written. It's written by Lauren Stefano, I think. And um, it's just the writing is on point, and the character is so good, and I'm obsessed with it at the moment. Um, like, so obsessed, I haven't done anything else in my life. As soon as I get my hands on the next book, I'm reading that instead. Um, and then also tonight, I'm going to my first global game jam, which basically you get into teams, and then you have to make a game in 48 hours. So that's going to be exciting. Oh. Mm. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. And finally, Danny, what have you been doing besides getting fired? <laughs> um, I... <laughs> Wasn't that funny? <laughs> um, I have been actually binge watching, which is a, like a 
I'm not a huge TV person and binge watching is like doesn't come naturally to me. So this was like a major undertaking. But I, I watched the first two seasons of the 100 before the season yes. three premiere. And that show is really good. Um, if you're not watching it, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So get on, on that. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. And also I'm I'm reading I've, my goal for the first half of the the year is to finish up the Discworld series by Terry Pratchett. So I've got like seven more to go on that. And so I'm working through those. Cool. Yay! Hey, we made it through a segment. Now, Brian, you can do the segue because you have a microphone back. I, I do have a microphone back, <laughs> so I can't do that. Deke's Dirt News from Around Fan. And we only have one thing. Uh, Harrison Ford will appear in an ABC special detailing the new Star Wars land at Disneyland in Hollywood Studios, airing February 21st. Harrison Ford? He has Is to. he just going to be grumpy about <laughs> Disneyland? It's Disney in, World? It's in his contract. Disneyland. Okay, Harrison, we'll kill Han. Give him hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, Harrison, we'll kill Han, but there's one thing left you have to do for us. <laughs> if there's another holiday special, you can go frack yourself. Your Harrison Ford sounds like uh, Colonel Ty. <laughs> it's in the fracking ship. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll get some more uh, info. Yay! Everyone can come stay at our house to go to Star Wars Land when it opens. Okay. Yes, I will. <laughs> Just right. wait. Cool. Just wait. Yeah. Uh, and there better be an X-wing simulation of some kind. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, all the time we've blown imagining what could be in a Star Wars Land. I can't wait for more info. Uh, Big's bullshit news uh, from the Star Wars film realms uh, over on the official site. Matthew Wood revealed the voice actors of The Force Awakens. This is a really cool article. It goes through the entire film chronologically and tells you, like, background actors, like, voices you hear from the Stormtroopers or from, like, over PA systems or stuff like that. And it's a lot of them are people we know uh, and who've been in, like, there's a lot of uh, Matt Lanter, uh, Sam Witwer, a lot of David Collins um, and uh, Matthew Wood did some voices. David Acord did some voices. Um, Kat Tabor did some voices. So uh, it's very cool. And we also figured out where the 1138 is because that was one of the background things. So, uh, And apparently Sam Witwer and Matt Wood, they were just they just like put him into a booth and we're like all right or no sam winter and david collins they were like all right uh talk about those uh uh t-17s go and they just basically totally ad-libbed all that so it's very cool go check out that article on sowers.com i wish we had something from um delray to talk about but still no word on bloodline uh eventually we'll get where something. was the one one three eight um, hold on. Let me open the article again. <laughs> um, it's hold on. Let me see. Uh, control find one one three eight. Um, stormtrooper. Uh, when they're at the village, um, it's very. I think it's at the like near the end. One of them says check over there. One of them says fan out, and one of them says copy that one one three eight. And apparently that was James Grimes, oh. Arnold Taylor, and Sam Witwer doing those voices. I heard that, and then it didn't. Register what it meant to me. Did you and McGregor get a credit in that section? Uh, no. Oh. I, I just love that story of how he rode in on a motorcycle, recorded a line, and then rode out on a motorcycle. It sounds very... It's so him. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's so good. Especially if he was wearing a leather jacket at the time. <laughs> so good. Mm, wait, what were we talking about? You and McGregor in a leather jacket. On a motorcycle. Yep. Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> Everybody breathe. Stop objectifying everyone, Brian. <laughs> he had a solid character arc. I'm not objectifying him much. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else we're not objectifying much? I'm Poe. Poe Dameron. <laughs> that was a segue. Cammy's concerned. Black leader, Red Squadron, Blue Squadron, a whole bunch of X-Wings, pilots, and Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> 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 this is so yeah um this is the main bulk of our podcast this week and why we asked the folks from rogue podron to come join us because uh we want to talk about all the x-wings because that's our favorite part of star wars well mine at least 
not really, but one of them. <laughs> um, so since you guys are just now reading the X-Wing books, I wanted to hear about like what you thought about X-Wings and starfighter combat in general beforehand um, in the Star Wars movies. And then also what made you want to read the books and did reading them make you more excited about meeting Poe and seeing more X-Wings in Force Awakens? So we'll start with <laughs> Heath. You can go ahead. Okay. Um, the sort of space battles bit of Star Wars was always kind of my least favorite part, actually. Um, I've always been and will probably continue to be way more into the like weird mystical force and Jedi stuff. Um but that being said, I had always sort of bookmarked the X-Wing books as books I wanted to read because everyone had spoken so highly of them. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it would be a good gateway into that part of the Star Wars universe. And then I got a Twitter DM from Meg over the summer asking me if I wanted to, to do this podcast. And I was like, hell yeah, I do. Um, so that's what made me want to read the books. Was, um, <laughs> Meg telling a, you to. Yeah, Meg. <laughs> Meg telling me to I mean, do when Meg thing. says you do something, you, you do it. You don't say no to Meg. Um, but having read book one and now getting into book two, I felt like when I was watching Force Awakens, those X-Wing battles, I enjoyed them a lot more than I probably would have otherwise. Um, they were among my favorite parts of the movie this time around. Cool. And Saf? Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been a fan of, like, the Halo novels, so I've really liked the naval battles in those, but they're kind of different to how X-Wing and Star Wars in general does its um, military sci-fi stuff. Um, and so I've been reading through all the Legends books chronologically over the last year and a half, I think. I don't remember when I started. I it feels like it's been, like, 10 years that I've been reading <laughs> these books, and I'm still not past... I'm still not even up to a new hope. No, yet. no, no. That's just um, how many years has been have been taken off your life. <laughs> that's how it feels. But yeah, I think Danny hit me up about his idea wanting to do a podcast while reading through these books. Um, and I was like, that's an awesome idea. I want to be involved in that. And so because of that, and if, also everyone always talks about like how awesome Wedge is and everything and how cool X-Wings are. And I was like, I saw them in the movie, I think, but I don't understand anything about them. Like, who is this Wedge man? Why do people <laughs> like this man? I don't understand. <laughs> and so reading these books was kind of a good way to make my chronological reading fun. It's not even chronological. This got pushed way ahead, like ahead of everything else. But it's been making it fun to read these books instead of kind of feeling like a chore that it does sometimes. And it's cool being able to like interact with other people who are reading them for the first time too, as well as people who've read them before and like excited about reactions. Um, and so reading them made me think that the X-Wing pilots, like it made me notice the X-Wing pilots, whereas they were just kind of in the background before. Um, and it made me look at X-Wings as ships properly and being like, these ships are so cool. Um, and so it did help definitely with Poe Dameron in the new movie and also the X-Wings in general. Like when I saw the new X-Wings, I got excited about them because I actually knew about the ships. Um, yeah. And like the fact that Poe would be flying one and that he was a pilot and I, I knew more about Rogue Squadron and stuff like that made definitely helped in the excitement. Yeah, cool. I'll I'll agree with that on Poe. I think it really helped to have one of the big three be solely an X-wing pilot. Mm -hmm. Like in the original trilogy, trilogy, like yes, you see Luke flying an X-wing, but like his main role is the as a Jedi. Uh -huh. So that that's what you think of when you think of Luke. Whereas like Poe is like just the X-wing pilot, and he's an awesome one. So having that character be that also helps sort of bring that out a bit for me at least yeah, yeah. i uh i love go ahead danny i i just kind of want to echo that i love uh this is maybe going at a bit of a tangent but I, what i love about the big three and, and poe is an example of this is how they're not just exact replicas of the previous big three yeah but they all like like they kind of took the main traits from han luke and leia and then redistributed them amongst the big three so you can look and see like ray's got some han ray's got some luke and then you've got like this x-wing pilot so that's a little bit of luke but he's also you know working with the resistance so there's some leia in there like i i just think that's brilliant um how they they didn't just make three new cardboard cutouts of the you know the farm boy the smuggler the um, the princess, but they they kind of redistributed them and made these new characters, and, and I think Poe's a great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's delve more into the Poe 
into the Poe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I Whoa. have to. <laughs> Let's delve into the Poe. Can that. I say one thing before we do yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, on the episode that we recorded last night, actually, we were all just joking about how we are not reading the X-Wing books for the X-Wings. We're reading it for the trashy romance. So I think it's really funny <laughs> that you're asking us about why we're passionate. I am enjoying so, the trashy romance <laughs> we, so much. We have now openly admitted that we actually don't care at all about the X-Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, you invited the wrong people to your podcast. But no, I think that's a good observation because most peop- a lot of people get the impression of the X-Wing books is that... It's all about starfighter combat. And no, and really, the battle. starfighter combat is the least interesting thing about those. Yeah, books. yeah. we were talking really about right. how like I don't know what's going on in those parts. Like I have I have a really hard time reading about the dog fights and like following what's going on. I'm just like, okay, fighting, fighting, fighting. Okay, the fighting's over now. Like something act- is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, if you ever yeah. wanted any clarity on that, um, play the play X Wing and Tie Fight <laughs> because all of those mechanics are ripped directly from those two games. Yeah, okay. but it's really uh, but it's really the characters and like it's funny yeah. that yeah. the X Wing series has produced some of my favorite EU characters and produced a lot of my favorite EU couples and like. So it's like kind of funny that you know the most people look at it and think, oh, it's all starfighter combat, but like, no, it's the it's the characters. Um, yeah. Well, and I love that. Like when these books first came out, I bet it was because people like saw the ships and were like, wow, we love the ships, and so Stackpole is like, I'm gonna write books about them, and then well, it became about the characters. It was and so, pitched you know, now, as twenty a, years later. It was a and pitch as a video game became, tie-in. Yeah. It's still about the ships. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a tie-in to the video games. Um, <laughs> And but they they made it work. I and I I've told the story about how I didn't read them because I didn't care about Starfighter combat. And then I eventually picked them up. Um, I can't say why because it'll be a spoiler. <laughs> but I did, and I was like, oh, okay. I like these books. They're really good, and they're just not. They're really good characters. So. Right. Um, and I just like how now in 2016 we're seeing the reverse. When that Poe comic was announced, how many people were like, yes, I cannot wait to see the X-Wings in action. Yeah. Versus how many people were like, yeah. yes, I can't wait to see Poe and Jess Pava and El Asti and what all the hijinks that they're up to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Danny, you had said something really good before about how the traits of the big three are all kind of equally divided among Poe and Ray and Finn. Um, now, Poe is probably the, Poe is definitely the least present of what you would call the new big three. A lot of people, like, mm-hmm. even question whether he should be part of it because it's more Ray and Finn and Kylo who have the big roles. But the thing I like about Poe is that he's, he's basically like they, if they said, okay, a lot of people like Wedge Antilles, let's make a character like that, but give him a, an actual big role. <laughs> And something to do other than just, you know, fly his X-Wing at the battle. And I've heard a lot of people say that Poe disappears um, and then at the end he has nothing to do. And I'm like, but if he wasn't there leading the attack on Starkiller Base, we wouldn't really care at all about the attack on Starkiller Base, would we? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So... Also, one of the things I love most about Poe is that he is a military guy through and through. Like, he's like taking Han and Luke and kind of smashing them together because he's got like that cockiness, but he's also got that such innate goodness that growing up as, you know, son of rebellion heroes does. Actual good guy Poe Dameron. Yeah. I, yeah. We talked about it last week and I know you guys talked about it when you when you read Before the Awakening. So, um does anyone want to comment on like just how Poe acts as opposed to the other, you know, Ray and Finn and how he takes that role and like what what that brings to the movie because I think it's a really interesting role we haven't really seen before in yeah. the movies at least. Yeah, like Saf has written about this and um, I just love that it would have been like everyone is excited that we have Ray and we have um, Finn as a person of color like leading this film. And the thing about Poe is that, you know, he's pretty revolutionary character, too, because like we could have just had this stereotypical like jock 
like military, like super yeah. confident, super cocky, a corn horn essentially. But yep. instead, like they <laughs> decided to flip that and make him good guy Poe Dameron. And right. I think that was just a brilliant move. He's like your jock from the 50s. Like, <laughs> like good old small town boy scooping ice cream after school or something, you know, like it's like they lifted that stereotype and like dropped him into the Star Wars universe. He's just like so the nice. Yeah, just like the nicest human you could imagine to everyone he encounters. It's great. I love him. Yeah, I I love that he is so dedicated to the cause, but it's not and no one gives him crap for it. Like that was a thing with Leia, you know, she had Han always like, you know, snarking about her rebellion, but with Poe it's just He's dedicated and everyone thinks that he is awesome because he is. <laughs> and that's like love- a really great demonstration of the success that the story group is having already. Because if you look at the big three in this new movie, Poe is definitely the most fleshed out from extra media between mm-hmm. Before the Awakening Shattered Empire. And then we're going to get more in this comic where like those characteristics about him make total sense based on what we've learned about his upbringing, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just love how he works with um the other two as well. Like all three of them just have this really endearing thing to like part of their personality. Like they're all just so open, even though they've been through so much. All three of them are really open, and I think Poe is the one people least expected to be like that. Yeah, yeah. because of yeah being the whole you know jock pilot dude, and so it was such a genuine surprise walking in there and his reaction to like Finn at the start, like right at the start. He's an ex-stormtrooper, and, like, he could be trying to, like, trick him or something. He doesn't know, but he just trusts him instantly. And it's such a nice, refreshing thing to see, just the the instant trust that somebody can give to somebody else. And, like, a time when movies, basically all our movies are about people not being trusting of other people. Like, main characters won't, they won't put that trust out so easily. Yeah. Yeah. I... I love that, that he's so trusting. Um, one of the things I thought of today that I and I need I said I need to go look for a fanfic about this because it probably exists, is that you know, we don't get to see Ray and Poe interact in the movie. But yeah. I would love to see a conversation between the two of them about being a you know, prisoner of Kylo Ren. Yeah. And, you know, having mm-hmm. him mind probe them. Um and I think, you know, yeah. That would be really interesting to hear them like commiserate with each other and you know. Yeah, I imagine Poe like talking about how awful it was having Kylo like actually take something from him, and then Ray talking about how she was able to stop it, and Poe just being like the nicest person ever about it. Like, oh my gosh, you are amazing! I can't <laughs> believe you were able to do that. Yeah. Wait, your mom was Shara Bay. My mom was Shara Bay too. <laughs> no. No. Stop it, Danny. (laughs) So how does he stack up to the other Star Wars pilots? Right now, just a step under wedge. Step under wedge. Hmm. Yeah. I think as far as I I don't, it's going to be really hard for anyone to be to. And I'm not including Luke in in this list because he's obviously on the top of my. That's unfair. It is unfair. <laughs> he's more than a pilot. <laughs> he is more than a pilot. <laughs> um, so, but I think Wedge. It's going to be really hard to top him. I, but I think Poe has a chance to do that, depending on what we see of him in the you know in the next two movies. Um, Wedge also has an unfair advantage because he has you know, nine books and a comic series and lots yeah. of other book appearances where he shows why he's the best damn X-Wing pilot ever. Uh, Rebel Dream, Rebel Stand. Uh, I can't wait till you guys get there. Eventually, 10 years from now. <laughs> well, I was. Just... I have a case for why Poe is better than Yeah, Rich. you go, go first, Danny, because I was going <laughs> to uh, Go for it. So when I watched the movie, my assumption was that Poe was off Jakku before Finn regained consciousness. Mm -hmm. But reading the novelization, it turns out that Poe is actually lying there unconscious during that whole thing. And he doesn't get rescued till long after. So he is literally laying unconscious on Jakku. Then he gets captured by some pirates, I think, and they take him in and and beat him up a little bit. And then presumably the resistance picks him up. And then literally like, I don't know, 
10 minutes later, he's flying above Takodana to, like, rescue everyone. And I'm pretty sure the count is that he takes out nine TIE pilots in that. Like, that's yeah. crazy that he... That one shot. Like, oh my it God. was 10 in that one yeah. shot. It's my favorite. And I, I don't think I've ever seen Wedge do that. But I also haven't finished the X-Wing series, of No, course, so. but on the other hand, oh. uh, two Death, Death Stars. stars. Yeah. And the second one, he flew point totally blind without sensors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Poor did get Stockiller. He did. Don't mention Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) There is so there is a there is a moment like that with Wedge. Um, It's actually better, Um, but you it it is not for a very 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 long time, and you guys probably won't get to it for a while. But it's a moment during the New Jedi Order books, and uh, Wedge is on his own and takes out. How many how many squadrons of the enemy ships, Brian, does he take out in that one battle? Like literally it's him against dozens and dozens of coral skippers. And you think he is dead. And it was Aaron Olsen's greatest troll job in the world. <laughs> and everyone is just reading that going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then Nope, he takes them all out because he's awesome. So when I saw when I saw that part on Take Adana, I was very much like that is very much in the vein of Wedge Antilles, and I wonder if he taught him how to fly. I want that, that to be, be ideal. true so much. <laughs> I know we all want. That. I think I think personally, Poe is top of my list. But I also, we just still quite, I mean, they're both quite new characters to me in mm-hmm. some ways. Like, yeah. we've just been around for a while. Yeah. And, like, I've known of him for years, but, like, I didn't know his character. So, I mean, Poe, he's got the movie and he's got Oscar Isaac's face. So <laughs> That I'm is biased. true. <laughs> that is definitely something Wedge yeah. doesn't have going <laughs> for Oscar him. Isaac's face. <laughs> so much. I'm in love with his X-Wing. Yeah, it's a good X-Wing. Um, I was going to say something very similar that like it's not hard for me to put Poe ahead of Wedge as of now because I've read one book and four chapters worth of Wedge really and like yes I see what he does in the original trilogy but like ultimately he has a very small role and I mean I just I loved Force Awakens so much and loved Poe's character in that so much and feel like I know him much better at this yeah. point than, than I know Wedge and that will likely change as I continue reading these books. Right. But but for now for me I it's like not close really. Yeah. I think it's I think I, like I said I think really they were probably like people really like Wedge. Let's yeah. let's just do that character. Wedge is but... Boba Fett but having deserved the praise. <laughs> Ooh, yep. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> um so very legitimate shots. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I do, I, you guys haven't really met him yet, but a lot of the, the, there's a lot of comparisons between Poe and Wedge, but I think Brian and I both agree that we think Poe is a little bit more like Wes Jansen than Wedge. I can't wait for you guys to meet Wes. Um, yeah, Wedge is very much jokey jokey. (laughs) Um, and there were some lines that Poe said that were very much like Aaron Alston wrote them. Um, and uh, he, the way he was in the beginning where he, sh- you know, was sniping the stormtroopers, uh, Wes is characterized as a sniper as well as an X-Wing pilot. So I kind of saw a lot of similarities between the two of them. So I'm interested, I'm hope you're interested for you guys to get to those books and meet him and see what you think too. But yeah, um, so there's other pilots too, which unfortunately we didn't get a lot of time with, but I'm hoping that changes. But the one that we saw the most is Snap Wexley. Also, I, I think you mean J.J. Uh, Abrams' Lucky Charm. Yes, yep. Greg Grunberg, <laughs> uh, also known as Temin Wexley, a.k.a. the creator of Mr. Bones. Uh, so I liked Snap. Like he He very much reminded me of Wedge you know, in this movie where he's only, he's only around for a little bit. He's, but he has a big role because he goes and like does all the recon for Starkiller base. Um, 
And, you know, you can go down the list of the other pilots. There's Snap, there's Jess Pava, Eloatsi, uh, Lieutenant Bastion, who is the guy who says, ah, direct hit. <laughs> and then, I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. And Eloatsi is the one guy, is the guy he says, but no damage. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nivlek is the, guy, is the guy with the kind of brogue accent. And Yolo Ziff, which is the best name in Star Wars. Oh, oh my God, I didn't know that. His name's Yolo Ziff. Yeah. Um, he's the guy who says, there's, the Black Leader, there's a brand new hole in that oscillator. Um, I was also reminded, um, Neum Num, which is true. Come on. <laughs> How could you guys forget? Ah, 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 ah. So of all the of all these X Wing pilots, including Danny Pirtle, as added in the show notes, which one which ones are you guys looking forward to seeing? And I ho- I hope that they bring a lot of them back for episode eight because one of the things that made you know Wedge a, a you know the character that he was is that they were like, all right, people like this character, so let's bring him back, you know. And he was really the only one they could bring back. Unfortunately, um, but there's a bunch of these guys that can come back, and I hope we see them. Just Pava, just Pava, just Pava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Snap and Jess have become like instant fan favorites, and I cannot imagine them not bringing these two at least back. Yeah, yeah, no way. My answer would have been Elo Asti until he died. <laughs> so sad like i i went out and bought an elo action figure before the movie even came out because i like i loved his character design so much and then now he's dead so i he's the bigs would have said elo atzi and like i have this whole running theory where i'm trying to figure out like something happened during the empire where like the abenito race like got this fertility (laughs) boost because suddenly they're (laughs) everywhere in the galaxy in the force (laughs) awakens but now I'm realizing they actually pretty much everyone we know in that movie also died. So they're not very good at surviving. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Bothans. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Don't make them the new Bothans. They're not as bad as Phoenix Squadron, though. Oh, too soon, too Brian. Soon? Too soon. Um, I yeah, I I hope I definitely hope Snap and Jess come back. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing some of the other guys, um, especially Yolo Ziff, because <laughs> come on, that name. Um, and I would like to see I do hope they add a few more ladies Um, because we did did see several running around on the resistance base um, but Jess was the only one we actually saw in the cockpit I would also like to see more uh, pilots of color because that's also important is this YOLO different from the YOLO from before the it's a different YOLO yeah I was about to say Two YOLOs in his life. The other one is IO. Is it's an I, right? IO. Yeah. 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 YOLO. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they really like that name. Yeah, they. (laughs) I agree with Nancy. I want to see more ladies and more people of color. More ladies of color. Yes. Um, Yes. That's that's what I want. Like, I mean, Snap and Jess are cool, and I'm I'm excited to see more of them. And also YOLO. <laughs> as much as I am against that name, he seems like a cool yeah. dude. I love that Jess Pava is characterized in the tie-in media as this total pilot fangirl. Well, she is. Yeah, I mean, she is. That makes me so happy. I mean, it's only that one appearance of her, really. But if they don't, if they don't go with that, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> it's great. But I actually like. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I. Even though the the pilots didn't really have a lot of you know screen time and didn't really have a lot of, a lot of lines, they're all very distinct. Like I love Lieutenant Bastion because he's so excited. He's like, ha ha, direct hit. <laughs> he's so excited <laughs> about it, and I really like the um the Niv Lek. I like. I just like the way he talks. <laughs> he's like, good luck, Poe, at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. tell they all generally like Poe because who wouldn't like him? Yeah, he's a leader of pilots. Yes. Um, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I thought it'd be interesting to go who we think the new Luke. God, Wedge... it's too bad they couldn't get these actors for a Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Danny! You're fired. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Who do we think the new Luke Wedge and Biggs are? 
I I think we just I just said Ella was would probably be the bigs because Ella's more the Porkins. Oh. Oh, 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 don't make anyone be Porkins. No, well, Agreed. oh, you guys haven't read Race Squadron yet. Oh, can't no. It turns out that it turns out that Porkins was really highly regarded in the ex, in the Starfighter Corps. Um and like they kind of honor him like throughout. So there's a there's a cool line relating to him. But yeah, they they all they all loved Porkins apparently. So I guess that would, you know, go well because people liked Ello. So I think I think if you have to equate Luke to anyone, it would probably be Poe just because of he has the bigger role. Yeah. 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 I think Snap and Jess would probably be like the wedge wedges. <laughs> wedge eye. <laughs> wedge eye? <laughs> if Hal is combined, they make wedge. <laughs> By your powers combined, I am Wedge Antilles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so X Wings in action in The Force Awakens. I loved the Takadana scene so much. Yes, it was so Same. good. That's my favorite scene in the movie, like hands down. Like it's just so exhilarating. And I haven't really seen much Star Wars in the big screen, but just to like be in the theater and and just be flying along with the X wings, mm-hmm. it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. It was amazing. And uh, the the song, what is it? The March of the Resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I listen to that one like on repeat when I need to get hyped up. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's the resistance. Oh, that shot just that. And the X wings over the water. Just, I mean, well, that was God. That was the first shot we saw. Yeah, we we've had imagery of that for like a year and a half almost now. Mm-hmm. And like still, when you like see it on the big screen, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, every I, single so, time I'm on like my eighth or ninth re- I don't even know how many times I've seen the movie, but every time, like I gasp at that scene. It's just so good. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I I thought I think it's funny though that the shot from the trailer, both of them, the first teaser, are not in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of those first shots aren't. Though. Yeah. Like the yeah. yeah, the shot of the X wings coming over the what wa- wa- the side view, and then Poe, you know, doing that flip switch or whatever. They're both yep. not, and I I was like, but he does do a flip switch later on mm-hmm. in another battle. But um, yeah, that that first shot of the X wings coming over the water, like I started jumping up in my chair because I'm like, I know it's coming now. <laughs> X wings. It was. It was so good. That's one hell of a pilot. It is one hell of a pilot. Did you guys watch any? Did you guys watch a lot of the trailers and and TV spots going into it, or did you stop? I yourselves? watched all the trailers, but no TV spots. Okay. I watched, I think, all of the TV spots. Yeah. I watched somewhere between none and all of the TV spots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking because I mostly every time, any time they showed more of the X Wing battles i kind of flipped out mm-hmm. um and i remember in one of the trailers i think it was like the chinese trailer um they had the shot of all the ships approaching dakar oh god with all oh, the yeah. asteroids yes. oh my god it's oh my so god. beautiful <laughs> so so, beautiful. so I love that shot. yeah um yeah. But yeah, that was basically everything that that whole battle was so good, which is then, you know, starting to shoot the stormtroopers off of everyone. Like, I was like, oh, God, it's, it was like J.J. Abrams got into my head and was like, you want to see X-Wings in action? All right, here you go. It <laughs> was so good. But I also how think, are there people that didn't like this movie? I don't know. Danny. I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, they went in thinking they weren't gonna like it, and then they didn't like I it. I mean, everyone they, is. They a, decided before they walked in they weren't gonna yeah, like, like it. Like yeah, everybody I know who hasn't liked it said beforehand that they weren't going to. Like they were already biased. It was. Um, every, I mean, everyone's allowed to like and dislike what they like, but you know, they're wrong. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Not really. Just kidding. Um. 
and also one of the things I think is cool about the X-Wing fights is that they are very much secondary to the rest of the action going on, you know? Um, but I think that's good because we all like all the action starts stuff in Star Wars, you know, and the X-Wings in general. But, you know, like we were talking before, the characters are really what we care most about. So the mm. fact that we've got, you know, Han, Finn, and Chewie on the ground, and, and Rey and, you know, Kylo on the ground on Take Donna, that's kind of like the main thrust. X, the X-Wings show up and it's kind of like yay this is cool and exciting but it's not like what we're focused on emotionally um i i would like to see more of that in the next movies where it is a big emotional battle but i don't it depends on what kind of role they give to poe and i i think they're probably going to give him a lot bigger role yeah when they were talking oh, yeah when, i think that's probably why they were writing yeah when the rumors came out about the script tweaks uh my first thought was oh they're giving poe a bigger role in this movie yeah yeah they must be. Mm-hmm. i find it weird because they're like oh we didn't realize people would like our main characters so much we got to put them in the story more and i'm like okay <laughs> well i mean okay <laughs> did you not watch the movie did they yeah did they not watch it or screen it for anyone beforehand like anyone who watched it would have been like poe is awesome yeah i'm so glad they did not kill him i know that would have been the most Uh, heartbreaking thing i would have actually cried the whole movie if they'd killed him off then yeah i what do you guys think realistically are the odds that they're going to reveal that he's gay or bisexual or somewhere in the the queer spectrum in the next I movie. Have no like hopes. I know we all want no. it, but what do I you have think no of the hopes. Actors? I don't think they will do it on screen. No. I think there's actually a decent shot that they will do it in the comic. Yeah. I I think they're I think if anything, they'll just avoid it completely in the films and he'll just like be by himself the whole time. And then right, th- there are other media in which they could potentially do it. I, we're not gonna see it on the screen. I, no, it uh, makes me so mad. My, <laughs> just think if we could have our big three be, you know, a female, a person of color, and a gay character. Like, yeah. Or a bi character. Or a yeah. pan that would character. Just be such a powerful, yeah, you're right. Anything like that would just be such a powerful statement. I, I mean, what I would love is, because, you know, if you look at The Empire Strikes Back, as you know the logical progression for where force awakens goes which i don't think it's gonna mirror it you know because we've all heard that it's going in a different direction but um you've got luke off on his own jedi training and then you've got han and leia together and the romance blossoming between the two of them ostensibly we think that ray is going to be doing jedi stuff you know in the next movie and then at least Finn and mm-hmm. Poe together. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, in in my world, were I writing the movie, I would just have the romance be between them and just not even make yep. a big deal about it. And, and I mean, there's also this stuff of like, there were rumors about casting a young female all of a sudden, which like ostensibly could have been the love interest that shows up for either Poe or Finn or both. But now that they, now they're like rewriting, and maybe that role's not included, or Ray. and it's like, right or or Ray, mm. but she no, she's she's on an island with Luke. Yeah, she's, she's not gonna have a. Look. I, she's totally got a crush on Jess. I Palmer. really hope. Sorry, that's. My <laughs> I really hope that if there is, it, I I I would actually prefer if they're not gonna do romance with Poe and Finn, or or I mean I would also accept Finn and Ray because they're adorable. But I would no. just prefer not to do it at all. Like, because we're already invested in all these characters. It's going to be really hard for a new character to come in and, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what I was worried about because they were saying, like, there were the rumors of, like, the chemistry test between this new girl and John Boyega. And I was all like, mm, do we have to, though? No. <laughs> like, already- I want new characters, but I'm worried of what they'll do with them because. I, yeah, like it's easy once it's a, like a trio, it's easy to have a romance within it in some way, you know, like Ron yeah. and Hermione or Anakin and Padme or I almost said Luke and Leia, Leia and Han. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Splinter of the Mind. And, and I mean, like, I mean, like, I, I personally am fond of Ray and Finn as appearing. Um, but like, if Finn and Poe happened, I would be ecstatic for the representation. Um, but like, so I agree, like, 
I, I'm okay with Ray and Finn ending up together or Finn and Poe ending up together or like yeah. Poe and Ray's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So, but like having a character outside come in, like if they if they did pair up Ray and Finn, I don't want Poe to be paired up in the movies just to be like, oh, everybody's happy. Yeah, no. Like, I'd rather it be like a Luke thing that they're like yeah. doing their own thing and they're happy about it. I, so. Yeah, I agree completely. I don't, if, I, I don't want a new character to come in and like be Finn's girlfriend because they spent the entire movie setting up you know, that Finn has feelings for Ray. And, you know, just like I feel they have the, they set up the movie of Poe having feelings for Finn. So you uh-huh. don't, you know, trying to make something new, like just doesn't, doesn't make sense. Just, and yeah. I, I, I wish that they would do it in the movie. Um, you know, have him be queer or LGBT or whatever in the movie. I, I don't think it will happen. I wish we got to had gotten to the point in society where it could be. Um, but considering people already freak out about gay guy in aftermath, I mean, yeah. But that's why they that, freak out about gay dead that just mentioned in aftermath. Like, but they, that's they, also they that's also why I think it needs to happen too. Is because if yeah. if you have a character like Poe in a movie like Star Wars. And people start freaking out and going, we don't want gay people in Star Wars. It's like, it's really hard for them to ignore the fact that they're being complete homophobes <laughs> and have right. to confront that part of themselves. And yeah. think, well, I honestly think like it'll be, we. It, there's a good chance we'll get a character like that in the next couple movies. But I mm-hmm. think there'll be like a side character or a secondary character. I do think they will be a gay man because representation hasn't gotten far enough for lesbians or bi people to exist in movies like that or even <laughs> trans people like it just they don't they don't exist in movies like that and so yeah. that's kind of that's unfortunate yep. and frustrating very frustrating but i do think there's a very good chance we'll see someone at least somewhat lgbt in the movies even if it's confirmed off screen yeah, yeah i i do hope they confirm it in the comic like i mean if i i someone had said to me well what if they decide they want to give him a girlfriend and you know i'm like he, he can be, be bi <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just, just all the, like, just to have him in the comic, like kissing another guy, like that's, they don't even have to make a big deal about it. They don't have to have a huge romance, you know, you know, that's all you need to do. Cause he's a pilot, you know, it's totally accepted that pilots, you know, have flings and stuff. Right. <laughs> no matter who they like, backlash, like, yeah, no matter what that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if he does end up with someone, whether it's a boy or a girl, he's going to be bi to me no matter what. Like, you think, you can't prove me wrong on that. Like, there's no way they can unless he outright says I'm straight, which doesn't happen in Star Wars. So He <laughs> is way too charming not to be wanting to sleep with everyone and every <laughs> alien that exists. Right, like, I think Poe just loves cuddling, and I think that there is no one that he would stand to. That would be the episode anyone. title for this uh, show, by the way, Poe Loves Cuddling. Except maybe Snoke. He wouldn't cuddle Snoke, I think. Uh, are you one. sure? Like, I feel like he would sit down and be like, all right, Snoke, let's get to the... Why are you so angry? Let's talk. <laughs> Come on, let's, <laughs> let's cuddle this okay. out. But cuddling's a little bit different. Talking, yes. Cuddling, no. <laughs> no, it would start with talk. He'd get, he'd get oh, Snoke no. to the point. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't ship this. this <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so in as in a, as when it comes to X Wing combat, what do we hope to see in the next two movies? Um, and also Rogue One, because mm-hmm. that's that's a big one coming up and kind of a question mark. For I want a, a battle in actual space. Good, good. Yes, I agree. Battle in actual space. I want more of a battle that has more emotional, like I said before, emotional weight. You know, like if we have Poe as more of a main character, you know, having him, you know, a scene where he's in combat that's just him in that part would be kind of neat to see. I want to see more talking ladies who are also potentially flying things. I just want to see more ladies in it. Yeah. I'm, I just hope that Felicity Jones is an awesome lady pilot because just Pava is honestly the closest we have to that yet. And I, th- I think that'd be really cool. Mm, what about, yeah. what about, what do we think about Ray possibly flying an X-Wing? 
I want it so bad. Oh, like there's that yes. concept art. There's yes. that concept art in in the Force Awakens art book of her like in a ship and it's open and she's just slicing her lightsaber along like the hull of a met like a star destroyer or something. Oh my god, it's amazing. I want something like that so bad. Yes. I think it's possible because, you know, she has the scene where she puts the helmet on, which is the most heartbreaking thing I've seen in a long, long time. Um, mm-hmm. So I could see like her, especially if she ends up being, you know, a, you know, Luke student slash daughter. Uh, she could yep. fly an X-Wing. Yeah. Um, I want to see Hera recruit uh, Felicity Jones, Nora <laughs> Wexley, and Shara Bay into an all-lady squadron. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm in for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, assuming I'm not all, all of them die. I'm all about No, they don't die. They live forever. This is during head. the Rebellion era. It's good. <laughs> no, no, Nancy. You see, everybody but Hera dies, and she becomes this wrecked with survivor's guilt kind of person. That's no. terrible. Why would no. she say that? <laughs> No. <laughs> God damn. Wow. Moving on, Brian. <laughs> oh, um, I want to see. Uh, wings, Y wings. I want to see all the wings. Yeah. Like, uh, the X wings were awesome in TFA. I want to see all the other ships too, especially yeah, I, now, like uh, in Rebels story, the B wings. We're seeing more of the A wings. Um, as we're reading the X-Wing books, we're learning about how silly the Y-Wings are. Like, I just want to see all these ships together. We're like, like the Battle of Endor I kind of style. See, I, I feel like I'm the opposite. I want, I want to see new things. I would like to. Oh, see that too. Ship. I want to see K-Wings like, and W-Wings, G-Wings <laughs> and L. I feel like the books, and obviously the books aren't canon, but I feel like they're often talking about like how a lot of these ships are obsolete. And like, yes, obviously. The X-Wings they're using in Force Awakens are different than the ones from in A New Hope and have upgrades of some kind. But it just it seems weird that they'd still be using something like a Y-Wing like 35 years later still. I It would, it would feel not realistic. Yeah. Which like, yes. I think it would be really I'm, awesome to see Poe fly an A-Wing. And I really yeah. want to see it. Yes. An A-Wing I could get behind. There is concept art for like J-Wings and C-Wings in the books. And like, mm-hmm. it would be really cool to... Have the, they look really cool, but like Danny, K wings are a thing, like in the X Wing game, <laughs> they're just hideous. Most... They overheat and they're pieces of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, I just want to see Poe find A Wing because it's the ship he learned to fly on, and it was his mom's mm. ship, and it would yeah. make me yeah, cry. Special. Yeah, yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> Um, I also I'm 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 in Rogue One era. I think the rest of you are all in like Episode Eight. I'm thinking Rogue One. Like I also want to uh, see okay. the Order. Oh yeah, because oh, we yeah. like we, we saw the B wing kind of in Rebels, and and we talked about this on Rogue Podron last year. Like I think Rogue One is too late to have the first X wing, but somehow at some point I would like to see the story of where the X wing came from originally. That yeah. I feel like uh, it, Rebels has its fingerprints all over that storyline. I hope they do. I yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I, de- I do want to see X-Wing combat yeah. in Rogue One, especially because when we first heard the name Rogue One, a ton of us went straight to Rogue Squadron. Um, yeah. And, you know, we still really have no idea what, what this movie is going to be like in terms of Rogue Squadron and what does Rogue Squadron mean anymore because they have been kind mm-hmm. of eliminating that from the books and the canon like um in the weapon of a jedi book luke and wedge are flying with red squadron um and in uh aftermath they refer to wedge as the leader of as red leader not rogue leader um so i have a feeling they are trying to shift that to not be an x-wing squadron anymore but i do hope they at least have can they though I find it, like, why would they just not come up with a new name? I mean, we talked about this on Rogue Pod last year, too, (laughs) where, like, that name is just, it's so loaded. It is. In this... Is the word Rogue Squadron ever said in episode six? Uh, No, it is, it's uh, Empire. They say uh, Rogue Group. They call it Rogue Group. Oh, they do say it in Empire. Yeah. 
I mean, but it's not an X-wing squadron in Empire. It's they they're flying snow right. Yeah, I mean, you you don't have to be an expanded universe aficionado to no. know the context of what Rogue means. Yeah. In it was Star a best-selling Nintendo 64 video game that everybody <laughs> owned. Like you, I feel like. Lucasfilm knows not to use the word rogue if it's not about X-Wings. I, it would just like, mm-hmm. it would be weird. It's like, it would be like high level trolling. That's just unnecessary. Like, I have a feeling it's going to be more like a Wraith squadron, of, if anything, where it's a hybrid um, starfighter slash ground group, which I'd be super fine with because, you know, those books are great. Um, I do think that once they give us a trailer or a teaser or anything more about this book, I think it'll yeah, start... We'll I need stuff. a teaser for yeah. Rogue One. <laughs> I think it'll start to come into place and we'll see what it actually all means. Like, if this is like the formation of Rogue Squadron, I'd, I'd be super fine with that. Yeah. Yep. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we already talked. Is it? Why haven't we got a teaser yet? Like we had one for TFA long before. I guess they're still. Well, they didn't want to put right. it out before. They're, TFA. I, yeah, they're like they're still yeah. in TFA mode. Yeah, I think they're going to be in TFA mode until the Blu-ray comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it honestly might just might be on the Blu-ray. I think. Uh-huh. I think that would be a nice tie-in, and it w- might work timing wise if they're planning to attach it to Civil War too. So that's my theory. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about the Poe comic, but other than Poe kissing other dudes, what would we like to see in the Poe comic? I want humor in there. Yeah. I, I mean, mm. there has to be, given what we saw of his character in Force Awakens. Like, he's hilarious. And if it's not funny, then it would be weird. I want to see Leia. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if we'll see a lot of her because it's supposed to take place like after he got the mission to go find Lor Santeca. So if, yeah. if it's just like a hologram, Leia, yeah. I'll be happy. I do, I do. Yeah, it would be cool to see him like Although, checking in with her. Several, once mm-hmm. in a it's an ongoing, right? Yes. Like they, they can't just like have it set between the mission and him being on Jakku like forever. That I feel like that might be like the first run yeah. or so, and that. Like they're gonna have to move on from that pretty quickly, I think. I yeah, it would be cool to see them go after Force Awakens. Um, yeah, me too. I don't know how much they'll be willing to touch that though. Yeah, maybe after a while. I don't know. Although, if there's one character who like they could do a little bit post TFA, I feel like it's Poe. Like yeah, obviously, yeah, they're not, I agree with that. There's no Ray mm-hmm. post TFA because of the cliffhanger. Like, there's no Finn post TFA because he's in a coma. So we like. We like can't know what happens with him. Like, if there's a character they can do some post TFA stuff with, it's Poe. Well, I mean, yeah, they, the Resistance has crap they have to do yeah. right after Starkiller Base gets blown up, and that's the perfect time to yeah follow Poe around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anything else? I love Poe. Poe's awesome. Poe is great. He's amazing. <laughs> Let's just sit so here and chin hands and talk about Poe. Oh, Poe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, has anyone... Oh, wait, we didn't talk about the most important part of, of, you know, all the Starfighter combat in Force Awakens. BB-8! Oh, BB-8, yeah. my oh, buddy! Yeah. Oh. I hope we get oh, to see God. some more of the some more of the astromechs, like, of, like, snapped astromech and Jess's astromech, like, Mm-hmm. I hope yes. it becomes a thing like in Rogue Squadron where they have all their little little astromechs. I want an issue that's just astromechs of red and blue squadron pilots. <laughs> yes. Kind of like the pizza oh. dog uh, issue <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye. I was say like Hawkeye? Yes. Do it from the perspective of the astromech? <laughs> yes. That'd be so brilliant. A BB-8 comic would be great. Yeah. Oh. He's so good. He's such a puppy. He is. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up the discussion for us. Uh, before we go, where can we find you all online? Heath. You can 
Okay, <laughs> I, I've been nominated. Uh, you, you can find Rogue Padron on Twitter at Rogue Padron. Um, you can find each of us individually, and I'll go first. I'm at Heathy Williams on Twitter. I am at Wanderlustin on Twitter. And I'm Cerulean Snidget. <laughs> what is a Snidget? A Snidget? Oh, good. We're going to get obscure here. Yeah. Uh, snidget is a creature from the Harry Potter universe that the Golden Snitch is based off of. So oh, Golden Snitchet was a bird I, that I they were like capturing that. for Quidditch games, and then they created the Golden Snitch to like mimic it. So I oh, created okay. my own subspecies of that bird. Oh, cool. Classic okay. Danny. Classic Danny. <laughs> so Danny. And uh, don't forget, you can catch Saf uh, this Saturday on Of Dice and Droids. We will be uh, live streaming that with Google Hangouts. Uh, come watch and see if anyone rolls worse than me. I'm going to be not awake, and it's going to be great. That'll be hard to do, because Brian is kind of shit. I made the <laughs> joke roll and then failed every roll after that. <laughs> nice Go work. Nice work. Me. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up there. This episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by Her Universe and you, our Patreon subscribers. On Twitter, you can find us with the handles Tashi underscore station. That is the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. On Facebook, we are the Tashi Station Network. You can find us on the iTunes Store, on Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, you can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Thanks for listening to another episode. Again, catch us Saturday for Of Dice and Droids. Bye. So long. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. <laughs>